All right, let's just start the podcast. Charlie's in a bad mood. I can I'm tell. not in a bad mood. I just, uh, I'm just like, eh. right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's funny. I, it's funny that it we, we, we put up a merch store and we're selling buttons for $3 and didn't realize mm-hmm. that people were seeing bills for $93. <laughs> that is fun. That's funny to address. That is, I think it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I think what people need to understand uh, is right if, if you don't, if you are a, a, a small, like our operation is not big. It's that we're, op- we're starting merch store, right? Where it's a small thing right now. You know, so we don't have a warehouse in another country. What most places, what most companies would do is they just wouldn't ship you anything at all. You wouldn't even have mm-hmm. the choice. At least with us, you have the option. If you want to pay $90. We're the good guys. That's what We're I'm just saying. three young, upstart, just a, handsome guys. Just yeah. trying to woman, start. Trying to start a small business. Right. Just mm-hmm. three right? good-looking guys and a good-looking woman. Oh, trying, We're just a trying very to. very good-looking group of people. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to. So young. <laughs> we don't know so the young. rules of customs. No, and like we haven't learned them yet because we're so young and good yes. looking. Yes. And yeah. when you're good looking, you you don't have to know that many things because you get by just on your looks as we have. Mm-hmm. And so we're learning these things now because we realize we're like, we got to pull, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. these looks aren't going to last forever. You know, let's take they advantage might. of it while we're young. We'll learn about we international tariff law at some point in our careers, but we're just getting started. Okay. Yes, but we'll wait till we're ugly. But we decided not to wait. And now yeah. we're paying the price. Yeah. Well, we're not paying the price. They Somebody are. else is paying the price. <laughs> I know people are paying the price. By the way, I don't even pen. have a pen. You I want a pen? I point that out. I don't have any I pens. I don't have a mug. I'll get, I'll get I've got, you I got a couple You've got a shirt. mug sitting right in front of you, jackass. Listen, pal. It was handed to me as a prop. Okay. <laughs> um, I can get it's it to you, but it. it'll cost $90 for me to drive it to your house. He'll pay it. I'll pay it. Okay, He's rich. Good. All right, I'll get you some merch. <laughs> He's rich. Rob needed a large t-shirt, which he wanted I me did. to- I did. Thank you for saying that on, saying the, uh, on, the, podcast. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. The mediums are a little, a little small. You're exploding out of the medium? Yeah, a little, are you? A little tight. Yeah. What's Did you find that the medium fit? Have you been? Have you, I have not tried. Uh, the yeah, the medium fit me, but I. You, you've always had big arms, which, by the way, God bless. God bless mm. you. You know, I remember. I remember yeah. early on, like in the b- before we started doing the show, you and I used to every once in a while we'd go work out at the YMCA. Sure. You know the uh, the Young youth. Men's Christian Association. Yeah, mm. yeah. In West Hollywood, sometimes we'd play racquetball, but sometimes we'd lift weights. Mm-hmm. And I remember. I'd be over there doing arms because I've always had skinny arms. I have a very hard time building my arms. And uh, you wouldn't do arms at all because your whole thing was like, it, they'll get too big. Bro. Bro, you bro. definitely did arms. I bro, remember my doing arms, arms would get too big. Arms, <laughs> arms well, you did, he does thing, them now. Bro. He had, bro. You had a whole technique for how to do those curls. He does them now. Was... But back then, he oh, didn't want his arms did, to get too big. I did arms with you in the wild. <laughs> Did you get arms with him in the wild? Oh, yeah, we did arms. arms with me. That's because you've got big arms too. He didn't want to make me feel bad. I appreciate that, buddy. You got it, buddy. Thanks, Bro, I definitely did. I definitely rocks some arms with you in the wild. Did you? And what, what, what year are we talking about? Early two? This pre sunny? Oh, yeah, pre sunny. And I remember uh, you. It was a it was a strength of yours. You like uh, you know big arms. The chest game was standard, but the arm game was exceptional. I was like, look at the arm game on this. You also guy. never did abs. Back no. in the day, never did abs. You you were like you that were was like what the, the coffee court. and cigarettes. That, well, that's what the, yeah, that's what the exactly. Yeah. Right. That, that's what the glamour muscle yeah. phrase came from too. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, but I guess abs are, would be considered glamour muscles. Abs would, and so would bicep buys and tries. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I suspect maybe you saw my body and you were like, you know what? I'll do chest with this guy and make him feel good about himself. <laughs> I always had a pretty good. Maybe chest. you just wanted to have the body that would look good <laughs> on a billboard. Oh, oh great yeah, segue. that's a good transition Thank into you, the Charlie. episode. <laughs> 
Appreciate you guys want to talk about the episode? I want to talk about arms and chests. Here's the thing about this episode. This is not an episode you can see on TV. No longer available. That's yeah. true. No, no Should longer we talk available. About that? Yeah. Um, it's a tough thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing to talk about, but maybe. It's a tough know. thing to talk about without getting heavy and then going into a defensive stance on but it's also what is satire and what is kind of an odd thing not to address, right? Yeah. To be like, we're gonna talk about an episode and the fans can't watch it at home. It's hard for me to look at that episode and look at Mac's behavior, right? Which is insanely misogynistic. Yeah. And then to say, well, that is appropriate because we're suggesting that these are terrible characters and this it's a, a show that is taking a satirical look at at our culture and then say, well, that's okay to do, but certain things are not mm-hmm. okay to do. Hey, yeah. Here's my honest feeling about it. I think these things are complex uh, and I don't think that it does the audience a service to take away their ability to look at a, a piece of what you want to call it art or storytelling or whatever it is from the past to remove the ability to let let the audience sort of in, like uh, break it down for themselves. I don't think it's positive. I think go ahead and put a disclaimer on there. It'd be like, look, look, there's some humor in this that could be offensive. So tread lightly, but like, I don't but know. But even that, so you'd have to put that in front of every episode. Yeah. Go ahead then. Fine. But that's what the rating system is. TVMA. Are you, are you mature enough to watch this or are you a child? Or your child, yeah, yeah, right. That's what TVMA is or TV fourteen. It's it's to suggest that if you're an adult, you have the ability to discern what and take away what you are going to take well, away. We'll from, that the well, reason that this is down is because of the two characters that Caitlin plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, that D plays. <laughs> that is an important distinction. Yeah, characters yeah. that D plays. Right. That, yes, that is. That yeah. is an important distinction. Yeah, yeah that, it is. That, like, it is uh, yeah. That yeah. D is trying to become a YouTube sensation and she's doing characters that she thinks would pop on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And I specifically refer to them, certainly the second one, as as racist. Um, so it's not like the show is not no, the joke, aware of it. The, it. It's Look, it's satire. That's what it is. You know what I mean? You're, yeah, the, and joke the joke is that Sweet D is a very ignorant person. That's right. And is unaware of the impact. Of That's what the joke is supposed to be. Yes. It's difficult because I could sit here and defend it, you know, with that logic, right? Because it's a person who is, you know, doesn't realize how, you know, ignorant and racist they're being. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the joke. Um, you that know, is but, the show. And that is the show. And speaking of the show from this episode, I'd like to start by talking about SU and your A's. Don't wear a C and J all over your B's. So I'll tell you what S is, it's screw. Screw you. Okay, right. I was thinking sex, sex you, but you're probably right. Yeah. Don't wear a condom. Don't wear a condom. Mm-hmm. Screw you and, and jizz all over your, your butts. Ass. Don't wear a <laughs> yeah. condom and jizz all over your butts. And yes. jizz all over your butts. Um, we we, we went is. for F yeah. U in the A, but I believe that was a standards and practices note. Yes. You can't say F U in the A. You can't say you F U. Yes. You couldn't. Then. I think I think you, you still can't say, say F U in the A. You can do racist stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That uh, was fine. Well, at yes. the time. At the time. Yes. Later, dudes. S U in your A's. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. That's a classic Charlie line that gets quoted a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, sure. a great one. Sure. Yeah. S U in the A. What is it again? S U in your in your A's. Don't, don't, wear, a's. don't wear a C. Don't wear a C in jail over your B's. Yeah. as a parting line that's pretty good Mm -hmm. yeah that's funny that could be carved on a tombstone 
of somebody. I mean, that mm. could just be. Absolutely. So uh-huh. yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll just, yeah, that'll be on your tombstone. But <laughs> won't be up to me. I'll be dead. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. you shit, I'm opinions. dirt. <laughs> I'm dead, dude. You hey, want you know, I'm ash. I'm ash, baby. You know, throw me in the ocean. Uh, yeah. Um, Danny, I think we first started getting his hair going uh, out in this episode. We started pulling it out a little bit. He started getting a little wilder. Yeah, and... he's got the bigger glasses in the season, which mm. is... Right. Thick frames. Yeah. Um, First time we ever had TJ, TJ on the show. TJ Yeah. Rex. Playing Rex. Super funny guy. Great An bod. actor and a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what he considers himself primarily, although I feel like, I feel like he's, I mean, I follow him he's on both, Instagram. Right? He's, he he's super into body. I feel like he's even more into bodybuilding now than he was back then. Because yeah. like, I mean, he's, he's what you see in this episode times He's in that 15. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bigger. He's bigger, he's more vascular, he's even more cut. The man, mm-hmm. if he has any body fat at all, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know where it went. I don't know where it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I and I worry for him because that's, that's you gotta have some, some you fat. You gotta have a little bit. Gotta have a little bit. Otherwise you're eating your organs. That's right, you get it, that's right. Yeah. That's right, you gotta body, burn the something. The body's eating all the fat and it's like, well, where else is there fat? This is, you know, surra- right. surrounding my vital organs. Yeah. Around the heart. I'll eat those yeah. too. Um, <laughs> um, you you refer to Rex's bird that just won't quit. Yeah. Did you guys like realize that bird had become a word that you can't apply to? Like, I mean, now that because by this point it's very much applied to D to D. Yeah. But you're still using it. Bird is mm-hmm. a is a is a word to describe a a, a phallus um, yeah. that was. Uh, but I don't from Philadelphia. Yeah, I was gonna say very is that is that specifically a Philadelphia thing? Because I'd never very heard specifically that the northeast part of Philadelphia. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'd heard it wow. before that episode. Yeah. No. And that was yeah. was in the script. There's a great, there is a, uh, there's a funny blooper from that uh, that is a very genuine reaction from me because you decided in one take, instead of saying bird, you just sweated, you said there's a sweaty hog mm. in those pants. Oh. And you didn't tell me you were going to say it. Fair enough. Uh, I had no, I'd never heard you use that term before. I'd never mm-hmm. heard that mm. term used, period. Mm-hmm. And so when you see me laugh, in that that's the first time, that's me hearing that for the first time. <laughs> that's not me hearing a line that we wrote and laughing. That's me hearing it for the first time and, and, and breaking. I bet you if you pop those jeans off, you're gonna find a sweaty hog that won't quit either. <laughs> come on, come on. You know what's interesting about this episode? So we're watching it and uh, you know we're commenting on reality shows, which are really just starting to hit their stride, right? With Whether it's the Fear Factor or it's- um, America's Next Top Model. Top mm-hmm. Model or what's the one, The bachelor. Dating, The, the bachelor. bachelor. The Bachelor. Right, we're hitting all those, but we're also kind of hitting YouTube culture. Yeah. Which we're like, oh, if you're Chocolate Rain or the woman who was stomping and falling on the grapes, like you're getting a bunch of followers on that and you think that's fame or whatever. I think we're being a little bit- Oh yeah. We're having to go at people who want to be, become famous just for being who just they are. Just for, yeah. Just for and being then, there. From That's that it? time to now, like that has become the norm. Like that That's is right. mm-hmm. mainstream sort of awareness of people is via what they're doing on the internet, whether yeah. it's TikTok or. And I've taken a little bit of a turn on that. Like I really used to, I'll, I'll admit, like kind of snub, snub, my, snub my nose at uh, like, you know, Instagram influencers or or anything sure. like that. But I've I've kind of taken a little bit of turn where I'm like, hey, yeah, they had a smart. platform. People use their platform, and it's empowering. You don't have empo- to you yeah. don't have to go to one of the studios to fund something or one of the it's decentralized media. Yeah, it's it's yeah. incredible. It, it just empowers people to to 
build whatever they want. Yeah, and I don't own. have to. I don't have to like what they're selling or what they're doing. I mean, there's there's plenty of that on TV too. There's a lot of people who don't like our show. They don't like what we're selling either. Sure. So you know what I mean? They're doing the same thing. They just they took the middleman out. They took the studios and the networks out, and they were like, I can reach an audience directly with what I think is is interesting and worthy of you know talking about. And mm-hmm. and I've realized now that like that's pretty fucking smart. They were way smarter than I was. I didn't figure that shit out. I didn't see. I didn't see a future in that. I just thought like, wow, what a really pathetic like way to try to become famous. I'll fully admit that I was like judgmental about it. Then there were people who sort of used that tool with their sort of mainstream fame and used it really well. The first guy I remember kind of like going on a tear with that was Dane Cook, who was doing his standup, but he was like huge on MySpace. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like The Rock and Kevin Hart, these guys had like just giant mm. internet followings that that matched their, and now everyone's chasing it, right? Like everyone's like, well, I guess gotta have some. But kind then of- there were the people that figured out like, why don't I become famous first? Instead of doing something and becoming famous for that thing that I do, let me just go ahead and become famous first and yeah. then I'll sell products. Sing a song, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, which is like <laughs> fucking smart. Yeah. I think there's been a change too, because I remember the earliest days of viral videos, it felt like everyone wasn't, it wasn't made to go viral. It was just a clip of a news show, like the woman stomping grapes or well, the so chocolate was... rain thing, which wasn't supposed to be seen by millions of people, but then it just like caught fire. Yeah. But now people are like, they they kind of have cracked the code of, oh, how do I make something that will go viral? Right. But I remember there were a lot of years like working on um, TV shows where the like marketing, the execs or whatever would come in and be like, we'd love you guys to make a viral video. And mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, well, you, you, yeah, that's yeah. it. You can't. No, it's just like put viralness in it. You know, I mean, that, that great. Right. Put a virus in it. Um, <laughs> that, that grape video uh, was one of the first Internet YouTube or actually, I think even before YouTube that that was like making the rounds on like certain like. E-bombs world. E-bombs oh, world. That's right. Oh my God. Wow. Good memory. That's exactly mm-hmm. where I saw it. That and the the guy who was auditioning for something with nunchucks yep. and then did a backflip oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. landed on his face yeah, and got up and tried to yeah. keep going. <laughs> fell backwards <laughs> like yeah. into the backdrop or whatever. Yeah. Like there were just a handful of those like things. And YouTube was like the history of the dance, right? Like wasn't there a oh, guy yeah. like, oh my God. did a bunch of dance and that yeah. was the first video that just that like broke a million, around. like yeah, it, yeah. it was like huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Charlie right. bit my finger. Charlie bit yeah, my finger guys. was also like a huge. Those kids are probably huge. like in their mid thirties. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But the the grape stomping thing. I mean, really, all that, all, all those were were America's funniest home videos. Yeah. Without the fucking uh, host. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was with, I and mean, you get to see the whole thing instead of seeing like a tiny little clip mm-hmm. of it. You know, and and somebody like making a stupid comment about it. You get to just watch the thing raw. Yeah. Yeah. That grape one is great, by the way. We should great. put that on the podcast. I'm gonna stick it in. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I love that video. It's nobody still, owns it's that anymore. Fun. It's owned by Culture. I feel uh, like I you can so. just I think so. have that yeah, now. Yeah. These buckets are filled with grapes. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes. And the winner this Saturday, who's stomping music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun. A whole day. Stop. Oh, stop. Oh, 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 oh
<laughs> I wonder where that lady is. Let's find out where that lady is. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. They put a little Chiron. She passed and <laughs> she died from grape exposure. Yeah. I mean, we are, I, we are are laughing at her pain. I mean, she fell yeah. down and is in hard. She's, she's crying for help. She's like, an oh, exceptional oh God, oh God, pain. Help, help, help. Oh God, oh God. Well, no, you're laughing at the fact that she tries to cheat, right? Yeah. So she they're, tried they're to... doing the thing and then she goes, stop. And the, and the other woman stops and then she starts and being then she a starts sneaky going and fast. trying to do yeah. it fast because they're having a race to see who can like get the most wine yeah. from stopping yeah. her grips so she falls out of the bucket. And then... Fucking cheater. Fucking cheater. You're laughing you know at what? justice. You're laughing at The at pain her. of justice. <laughs> but it does, I mean, she, like you could, it's, it's totally bad. off, I'm glad it's off camera because it's very possible that she lost like quite a few teeth. Because <laughs> I mean, she goes down and it almost seems like she tips she forward enough to where she might like yeah, land it on her yeah, face. Yeah. I know. First. Um, but, but that, but it is also the sound of someone who got the wind knocked yeah, out of themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. She gave I an interview with a radio program where she said, am I embarrassed that I fell? Of course. I also broke a couple ribs. Oh, Thanks God. for asking. I had to spend a few weeks in the hospital under observation. I suffered quite a bit for an honest mistake, a momentary lapse in concentration, and now I'm trying to move on. You oh, fucking bitch. That was not an honest mistake. It was a dishonest mistake. Well, you fucking bitch. Wow. Now, hold on a second. We gotta cut this whole episode, man. <laughs> yeah, this, this is great. Are episode. you kidding me? This is great. What are your plans for the rest of the summer? I mean, we're sort of at the halfway mark here. Halfway? We got like a, a month left. We're oh, deep God, in the third quarter, right. buddy. Well, look, uh, regardless of how long we have left, the key to summer is finding as much free time as possible to enjoy getaways, you know? So enjoy some cookouts. Time at the pool, trying desperately to keep your houseplants alive. That's right. And if you're a business owner, the last thing you'll want to do is spend time sorting through tons of unqualified candidates' resumes. And that's hard to do while running the grill or laying out on the beach. Well, that's why you need ZipRecruiter to find great candidates. You know, they do the work for you. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Sunny. Well, ZipRecruiter uses its powerful technology to find and match the right candidates to your job. Then you can review these recommended candidates and directly invite your top choices to apply. You guys know the four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter get a high quality candidate on the first day? That's actually true. That could be you. So soak up all that summer has to offer and let ZipRecruiter do the work. Ready for the URL? Are you guys, are you ready? It's ziprecruiter.com slash sunny. That's where you can try it for free. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash sunny. S-U-N-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I gotta say, I I'm feeling really rested today. I am feeling rested and I have a hunch as to why. Are you going to tell us or do we have to guess? Yeah, I want well, you to guess. It's because of your Helix mattress. Ah, that's what it is. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They really do make some standout mattresses, mm -hmm, I got to say. Mm -hmm. I, I've, got their, I've got their uh, Birch Organic line. Man, let me tell you, it's a huge upgrade over what I used to have. Helix mattresses are also great for spinal alignment to prevent aches and pains. And they even have Helix Plus for our plus size kings and queens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kings for our kings and queens for our queens. Yep. Mm -hmm. They also have a 10-year warranty and you get to try them out for a hundred nights risk-free. So they'll even come to your house and pick them up if you don't love them. But uh, let's be real. 
You will love them. You don't want to take our word for it because we're morons. Take the words of GQ and Wired magazines mm -hmm. who named Helix the number one best overall mattress of 2021. In addition to the word of leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine. And guys, right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com sunny. So get on it. Get on the order, get on the bed. That is helixsleep.com slash sunny. Slash sunny. <laughs> I don't remember Ebaum's world. I totally remember Ebaum's world. It was like, I wonder if, does Ebaum's world still exist? Is that still a thing? It I was also like remember a, it, it wasn't, it wasn't really, um, when, when we started watching yes. it, it wasn't, it wasn't um, real time streaming. You would have to, You'd have to almost like LimeWire, uh, where you'd have to download. LimeWire. Oh yeah, you would. You'd have to like download you like the you short videos. You couldn't stream videos. it. You couldn't just click on a video and stream. It I would, think you could. Yeah, but it was like only like really short clips, and then others you had to like you take to a download. while to download. Yeah, it, yeah. but it was ba what was eBounds? Was it always just a place to to because then College Humor came along and became a forum to post like comedic videos mm -hmm. and, you know, stuff was like that. Was that the Will Ferrell one? No. No, that was Funny or Die. Funny or Die, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not sure who start. well, actually, uh, yeah, actually, I do know that Ricky Van Veen, who produced Coffee Town, the movie that I did, he was one of the founders of, of mm. uh, College Humor, because that was a College Humor movie. It's the only feature movie they ever made. That's kind of interesting what, like, what internet things have endured, like Reddit? You know, mm -hmm. yeah. like you, you look at like the sort of platform of Reddit and it seems very kind of basic, mm -hmm. uh, you know, well, yeah, in its design, well very behind basic. the times, but it's, you know, Twitter. I think that, that, that Reddit works. Keep, keep naming them. What yeah. name things? <laughs> uh, there's Instagram. I guess there's TikTok. What do the kids do now? Yeah. What's TikTok, baby. I think that's what people like about Reddit though. I mean, and again, I don't, I don't really know. It's one of the things I like about Reddit is it's just like, it's a. You, it's not about like the design of the page is very, very basic, but mm -hmm. in a way it's kind of, it's great. It makes it easier to look for, you know, because it's less about, less about the, uh, the page itself and more about what you can find on there and what people are posting. And so you just, you're really just scrolling through posts. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I like Reddit. I don't use it all that often, but it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty fun to just scroll through. Meg, you use Reddit. I do. I'm on Reddit. Yeah. You are. And I, yeah. And I go to the Sunny subreddit all the time and I um, engage. On the See, sunny I don't know subreddit. how to use it. Like, I don't. Oh, it's easy. It's kid. just like a message board. Like, you just hit reply and then you can type right in. But, but you have to, like, have, have a sign in, I guess. And yeah. I got into Reddit like a, a while ago. I guess it was when I was still working on community and we had like a massive subreddit on community and. I convinced them to do an AMA, uh, ask me anything. Yeah. Um, and that went like pretty big. So then I don't know, I've just, but actually weirdly enough, separately, um, I took a photo once of my sister's um, now ex-husband's dog um, and uh, posing underneath a painting of itself. Um, the dog's name was Delmar. And there's a picture I took of it posing underneath the painting of itself. And 
uh, posted, put that on Twitter and somebody took it and put it up on Reddit. And then that went viral. It got like millions of hits. What? Yeah. To the point where then as a joke, I got my sister a phone case that had this picture on it and she would get like stopped by people and they were like, oh, I've seen that dog. So that, that was like my little viral moment, I guess, of something. When you're when you're making comments uh-huh. on Reddit, do people know it's you? Yeah, because I have my username. Okay. And so, um, yeah. So like when the shipping thing happened, I went on Reddit and I was like, Hey guys, like, here's the thing. I don't know what I'm doing. And I literally wrote that. I was like, I'm a comedy writer. I'm producing this podcast for the first time. So I'm not trying to rip you off. I just am a human who makes mistakes. And they actually responded to it like really well. And of course they were immediately, because this is what happens whenever you respond to someone's outrage. They're all like, oh no, we love you. We're so sorry. That's exactly right. No, because if you're contrite and you're like, you're like, sorry, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just a person in the world. It's funny though, like outrage, like you know, that's a, that's a specific thing, right? That's a sales thing, a yeah. price pricing mistake. So that makes a little bit more sense to engage with the fans and say, hey, sorry. Yeah. This is, but like, you know, for however many thousands of people write their comments on the internet, there's millions more that never do, yeah. right? So you might be addressing, you know, the smallest percentage sure. of outraged people who don't like your mythic question, right? They, yeah. they like, we hate this episode. We think it was terrible or... or and then you take time, you almost like give too much credit to their outrage and then discredit all the other people who weren't outraged. Sometimes I feel like, you know, like engaging in the comments or whatever is like, okay, if you did a performance on Broadway, it's the year's 1972, <laughs> right? And then you put on a costume, went into the lobby and heard every single person's opinion about the play. Mm -hmm. That is not the gig. The gig is you come out, curtain goes up, you sing and dance, say your lines, curtain goes down, you're done. Maybe you shake someone's hand outside or you sign an autograph, but the gig is not to then go person to person, tell me what you thought of the performance. What did you think of the performance? Are you happy? Oh, you're outraged? Oh my God, let me explain to you why this is this way. Like it's a, also, if you've That's ever not what the process should, it is, if you've ever sat in on a focus group, you know that if you ask people to have an opinion, well, they'll yeah, come up with that. one. Sure. And sometimes it's not their natural opinion. It's like that they want to have a strong take. Imagine on Imagine what Sunny would have been yeah. if we poured through focus groups oh, trying wow. to make the show. Did you ever focus group the show? No, 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 no. no. Uh, no they never. No, I think they they knew better than to try and do that. And FX is, I, I mean, I think, it, I, I don't know that do they do that with any of their shows. Or do they just trust their own tastes? I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me yeah, if they think, didn't I don't ever think do they'd it. have focus groups. Wouldn't Probably surprise not, me. yeah. Well, here's I, mean, I think there's a value to showing an audience something, right? Like you, you're you cutting together a show or a movie and you screen it in front of an audience. But that's for you. That's, that's for so you. That you can gauge the reaction. And you, you yeah. feel the air go out of the room for a that's section. Right. You're like, oh, maybe I need to tighten this up or like. But it's also like, you know, when you see something that you made in front of an audience, even if you've been in the editing room for a year editing that thing, the first time you see it in front of an audience, whether you're gauging people's reactions or not, you're suddenly able to be a little bit more objective yeah. about it. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's because just the awareness that other people are watching it suddenly puts you in the same place as the audience and you could see you see things that you didn't notice even though you've been in the editing room for a year. I think that's a, an interesting phenomena. Like I've always yeah. felt that anytime I've ever watched something. 
Well, it's because if you're painting a picture, you know every stroke. You know how that tree got made and you're looking at the tree for all its parts, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like, you're like, oh, okay, the trunk. Oh, I, I, I did that little bit of sunlight on the trunk. And so that, that's really making that seem more three-dimensional. And then, you know, and then, uh, but you haven't like hung it on a wall, walked around the block and then come in and looked at it with a room full of people, yeah. you know, like, and then it's a different thing. Now you're looking at the painting for the experience of the painting itself, as opposed to the process of making it. Yeah. So oh. there's like a, yeah, there's a weird removal. Did, did you guys, uh, do a focus group for uh for mystic quest mr quest no mr quest. No, i probably could have worked on that title a little bit if you're, yeah uh, yeah that would i mean we actually could well, have you did it wasn't yeah, yeah, what was yeah, the original hero title. quest and then, and then we tried to clear game, right? 55 tried, no, yeah, titles yeah, 55 and the times. only one that would clear uh well there were two that cleared heroes reign spelled r-e-i-g-n Mm. Um, which was a weird, bad. confusing title. Um, because, yeah, um, and then Mythic Quest. Um, mm. Those are the only ones you, that you cleared. tried Mystic Quest too. We tried point, everything. Didn't you? We tried everything. Just hard to clear. I think with you just have to make your thing. You have to, the curtain goes up and you have to sing and dance. The curtain goes down and then it's everyone else's issue after that, right? Like, yeah, uh, but don't you find that like, that's fine with a live performance, but like I got into doing comedy because I wanted to hear people laugh at stuff that I made and wrote and I'm not a performer so I didn't want it to be on stage so it is like I find it really hard to resist looking at Twitter and Reddit and stuff about stuff that I've made because I want to know that it made somebody laugh like way back in the day when I was living in New York sure. and writing for The Onion I used to like if I'd see somebody on the subway that was reading The Onion I would like stand close to them just in case I might hear them laugh at something of course yeah, yeah you're doing it for the audience Super and you want needy. them to enjoy it yeah uh, but probably what's worse than seeing a bunch of bad comments about something they did is seeing no comments. That's true. No one talking about but, it. Yeah. Like maybe. that's, that's, yeah. that's almost worse. Rough. Or you're just like, oh, wow, I just made a thing and no one gave a shit. It can go either way. You can either get too caught up in everyone's negative comments or too wrapped up in the positivity that you then become, you lose your own objectivity about mm -hmm. what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the danger of it. Speaking of hard uh, criticisms to take, in this episode, um, Dennis thinks he's a stallion. Mm -hmm. And there's a funny scene where Mac has to break the news to him that um, yeah. he is no longer a, a beefcake. Yeah, it's a very it's a very funny performance of yours, to, you know, because you, 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 you really do perform it like you know, when you feel hear him, bad for you because you're not you didn't you're not aware. Yeah, but the first yes, exactly. You feel bad for him, but the very first reaction is like is also like, oh no, he doesn't know. Yeah, everybody in the room knows. Oh, everybody knows, know. and so he sad. doesn't know. He doesn't I thought it. he knew. Mm. I thought he knew he was in decline, mm. and now I'm gonna have to tell him. Mm -hmm. And you feel bad about it. Yeah, but you but don't. It needs to be told. It needs to yeah, be said. It needs to be said. And, right. and in the clearest possible way. Yeah. So that you don't continue to humiliate yourself. Correct. In front of all these yeah. wonderful people. Yeah. 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 I very think it's funny. very funny when your horrible characters are trying to be nice and kind to each other for mm -hmm. like a minute and break out of that. I think that's always like a good. Well, like, like when D says, I know, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing because I know you're not going to put me on this billboard. You know, we're all agreeing with her. Yeah. You know, we th and it's not that we think we're being nice, but we're like, oh yeah, no, we would. No, you're, ab you're absolutely right. Right, mm -hmm. you're absolutely yeah. right. We would never put you on that billboard. Never, ever. Yeah, not you. No. Oh we my god. We don't even let her finish. She starts by saying, "I know what you guys are going to say," and then we don't even let her finish saying it. We <laughs> right. need to say it. We say it. She yeah, brought we it have up. To we have it. to say it. Yeah, yeah. But it's all done under the auspices of like, you're right. You're right about everything that you're thinking. You're right. So in a way, it's like we're 
<laughs> we're like affirming something, mm -hmm. but in the most negative possible way, which is uh, I don't remember what that volleyball was that I was throwing at her face. I mean, it must have been foam. One of those. Like, no, no, no. It, soft. Like it was like one of those like little like uh, like super cheap rubber balls that yeah. you get at you know that's like I don't really think light. It, I think it was foam. Because I think if I threw a rubber ball at her face that hard, it not, not even a kickball. Like I mean, one of those like you're talking about really thin, thin really plastic. thin layer of yeah layer of rubber. Balls. I think foam would have hurt more. It I think I'm pretty really sure good. I, that was like the comedy was. of it was it bouncing Boom. so well. Off That's her also face. what makes me think that it was it was one of yeah. those. You know what I'm talking? You know what we're talking about? Like yeah, you get a, like a oh, like a ball bin, yeah. cheap, like yeah. super it's almost, thin, it's almost a balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know almost a I mean? balloon. Yes, yeah. so it's only only slightly thicker than a balloon, really. Uh, I think that's what it was, and they paint and they painted the yeah, volleyball lines right. on there. They drew or drew them on or whatever. And, and then, then when you, and then that same and then the volleyball that you have in Philly is like a totally it doesn't have the black volleyball it's like a totally different oh, yeah, yeah. ball different props people yeah and then you did a stunt glenn of getting kicked in the nuts um do you remember how they did that yeah i just i don't remember so i remember i was i thought like oh i'll just wear a cup or whatever and then we'll do a thing where you kick you know that because that's kind of like i remember just the kick, the the kick the inner thigh and yeah. make sure you don't but i actually wore some sort of a thing i don't remember but i do remember it was like some sort of like a thing like that that you know, where my dick and balls were here and this thing was here so that you could literally kick me right in the right spot mm. and it would never quite hit, it would never quite reach my my balls, which were higher at the time than they are now. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do that now. Couldn't do that now. You'd have yeah, to, yeah, 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 I'd have to wear a real, yeah. I'd have to sag like those pants real low. And kick the ball. But actually, <laughs> yeah, you could, uh, so yeah, um, if you look at it though, you can see my pants are sagging like crazy because I think I had them real low uh, right, to, to accommodate whatever that the ball trap. <laughs> the ball. Yeah, yeah the ball saver. Are your balls lower than they're they're lower <laughs> than they used to be, aren't they? I have no idea. I, I I've never measured the proximity. Yeah, I've been keeping track of it like you do with your kids' height on the wall. <laughs> like a little I haven't thing. noticed that. <laughs> it's just lower and lower as the year. year. You guys don't do that? Do balls go lower? I didn't know about that. Hey. We also got to see you tear away pants in this and expose yeah. some tidy, the same tidy whiteies that I think you were wearing when you were seducing uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark Mark well, yeah, it's from high waisted. Yeah. Those high waisted. Yeah, pulled pink. up a little too high. Wearing white socks, they're also pulled mm -hmm. up real high. Mm -hmm. uh, and you took a wide stance. Yeah, I got myself into a slightly wider stance. It's good yeah. that we knew that that would be funny, right? That mm -hmm. we weren't like, yeah, but he would want to wear, you know, something that he thought was sexier. Like that, we were just like. It's he doesn't funny. know. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know. Or he wasn't. wasn't thinking about it. Or he thinks he's so sexy that that doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. That is what it is. That you know what? That is what it is. <laughs> I loved America's Next Top Model. We both did. You and yeah, I, I know, watched, we watched it. it. I watched it every. We watched week. the entire first season yeah. of that show. Like I would but come Tyra over Banks, to your place. That was her show Tyra, Banks. Tyra Banks. Yeah. She's fierce. Is that I that? Loved it. It was great. It was great. amazing. What'd you like about it? Um. It was I hilarious. love the competition. Yeah, it was really funny. Tyra, Tyra Banks is amazing. I, I just, it was one of those reality shows that I got into for this. Like, I wasn't into American Idol. I never really watched that um, back in the day. And it was on around the same time. So, I don't know. It was just 
was fascinating, a fascinating look into an industry I didn't understand. That's exactly right. It was fascinating. It was almost like, wow, I didn't know, you know, but it was also fun to watch them try to come up with different scenarios to put mm. the models in to yeah. make it a show. It was mm -hmm. like, okay. And that's why we did the barn. That's why we did the barnyard thing. Cause we yeah. were like, that's what they would do on America's Next Top Model. They'd be like, you're a space alien. You know, they would just do this shit. It was like, and try to make it seem like mm -hmm. that's something that would ever happen to you. Like, if you can't be a convincing barnyard animal, mm. how you're never going to make it as a model. <laughs> and it's like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? Like, what's that to do no. with anything? It's just a competitive- Did fucking Kate Moss ever had to be a donkey? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no? You guys watching reality shows now? Or are you off reality shows? I, I, I dip in and out. I mean, there's a there's an argument to be made that any any professional sports program that you watch is yeah, a reality a show. I mean, it's the it's the same idea. You're you're watching a competition amongst people, and the only reason you really care is the story behind it. And they were just really good at at producing it. So, and me me and my kids uh, and Jill, like as a family, we watch uh, America's Got Talent. Okay. I've realized that some there's some of those big competition shows that are uh, they're a little bit more, you don't feel like you're just kind of sitting and just like that you know when if you're watching it mm -hmm. as a family it feels like an actual event it feels like something that you're doing together. I like mm -hmm. the survivalist ones. Like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. ever yeah. watching Alone? Alone, I love. I haven't I seen that Alone. yet. Is that Netflix? Oh, it's great. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and it is, I think it was like a Nat Geo show. Oh. And they basically drop 10 people into like a really isolated environment, but they separate them all. And then it's a last man standing or woman standing competition um, for who can survive in that place the, the longest. And they only get to bring like 10 items with them. Yeah. It's really good. People are impressive. Like the, the structures they build are. Yeah. Snowflake Mountain. Did you watch it? No, but I saw the commercial for it. You did, yeah. And where you had you you, I'm sure you had the same thought. You were like, ah, I might have to watch this, <laughs> and I did watch it because uh -huh. well, I was in Ontario shooting the movie, so I had like more time to like just mm -hmm. watch things at times, you know. And I watched that whole damn thing. It was basically I took a bunch of like really rich and like super entitled, like young twenty somethings or like late teens, early twenties, and basically told them that they were going to like a this awesome resort to shoot like a reality show at this resort, you know? So they thought they were all gonna be like drinking and partying and in a house. And put and, them through hell. And bickering and being in hot tubs and shit. Instead, they dropped them off on a fucking mountaintop and they were like, survive. <laughs> that would be fun. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I'm going to toss something out here. It might be a bit controversial, but uh, the past few years on planet Earth have been a bit of a shit show. <laughs> right? right? Yes. Hot take. So if you're like me or literally any any human being who's alive, uh, <laughs> you you might well have some, you know, some pent up feelings about about the times we've been through and, and, and you got to work this stuff out. Or say if you're struggling with grief, you know, work, relationships, stress. Mm -hmm. Or if you're having trouble sleeping or meeting goals, online therapy might be for you. Now, why online therapy with BetterHelp as opposed to a traditional therapist? Well, BetterHelp offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. So you can get help uh, on your time and in the privacy of wherever you choose. It's also more affordable than traditional offline therapy. And, and furthermore, they have financial aid available if you need it. So, you know, save some bucks. Save a trip to your local therapist's office. Save an uncomfortable stay in the waiting room. And try BetterHelp online today. Over 2 million people already have. Always Sunny podcast listeners and creeps 
get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash sunny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash sunny. You uh, uh, might notice this. Um, in that scene where Dennis arrives to take part in the competition, there is a man standing near the um, the sort of pole in the bar, and he um, and he has a couple lines, and then he he basically asks about how much money they're getting paid, and then leaves. And you guys pointed out that that he recurs. That is the, the guy. Yeah, that's the guy in. Um, PTSD. 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 Season 12. Yeah. yeah. So I, as, as I recall at the time that we cast that guy, well, he, he gave a great audition. So we were like, oh, we really want this guy. And I think we realized we're like, oh, he's already been in an episode. He might've even said it. I think something makes me think maybe he even said, I've already done one or something, but. But I think this makes sense. I think this makes yeah. sense. And we were like, yeah, it totally makes sense. Like there's a million bars in Philly. Yeah. You know, he had this one experience where he tried to do a billboard thing or whatever. Plenty of people have done multiple episodes and some people have done multiple characters. Yeah. Yeah. But in my <laughs> mind, he's playing the same, he's playing the same it's character. The same guy, he just yeah. doesn't remember that he he's been there. He had a kid and became a stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's making money from the stripping. So that makes sense. It's consistent with his character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He shows it, up when money is made. Sense. Yeah. Carter McIntyre. He's really good. He's great. He's great in that little bit that he does in this episode. Yeah. And also cameoing is one of your actual cameras. In this, yes, uh, that's what episode. we shot the uh, the actual series on the DVX one hundred A, the camera that Charlie that was not is the using. A. Was it the B? I think that was the B. We were on the DVX one hundred B. Yeah. So when I throw the volleyball in Caitlin's face uh, when she's crazy, Patty, the camera that we're filming her with is the same exact cameras that we film the mm -hmm. show on. And if they don't look like giant expensive cameras. It's because they're not. Standard <laughs> definition, 4.3 for colon three. This is the- Aspect ratio. This was the last season that we did um, in 4.3. Yeah. Season five, we did in 16.9, but still refused to go HD. I'm pointing at Charlie right now. Oh yeah, because I didn't want to switch to HD. <laughs> Season six, we went we went HD, although we got probably the cheapest HD cameras yep. you could possibly get. Mm -hmm. Possibly because we didn't, actually, I think that was, um, the thought was we don't want it to look too drastically different, but we know we need to step into the modern era by going HD because every TV was becoming HD then. So it was like, wow, this is going to really, really start to look different and, and, and even worse than it did before. Pretty soon, everyone's going to have a contraption on their te television that makes all television look awful. So we need yes. to uh, go ahead and like- Get into that. Make sure that it can look as awful as possible. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't I, understand how people can't see it. They oh, can't dude, see it. I was just- 90% of the population does not know that they're watching Automotion Plus. I yeah. was- 90%. A house in Rhode Island, they had that on their TV. And I couldn't, you know, there was no you can, uh, remote for the TV. There was a remote for like uh, just- yeah. Not, like you the, could control the whole system, but you didn't have the actual television to get remote. Into the guts to get into of that the motherfucking television, yeah. yeah. It's happened to me a couple of times where me I've too. not figured out how to turn But they off. must do focus groups on that. My guess is that because otherwise, why would Sony or whoever's yeah, ever building the TV shows? Go ahead and focus shows? groups uh, for all sorts of things. I think when it comes to like a story, maybe not so much, but like, yeah. For whether or not television looks like absolute no, shit. No, but I mean, there's a reason a why Sony is refused. They could very easily just get rid of that feature 
because they know everybody in Hollywood ha hates it because it's ruining their movies and TV shows. Just don't have that be the default shows. setting. That's I, my I thing. Know, don't my, have I know, but my point setting. is that they they must be using a, a data point to right. to drive that decision to say people actually like this. They want it on their televisions. People like soap operas, and that's what it makes everything look like. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. That's popular. Right. People must prefer it. Otherwise, I don't know right. why they would make it as the default setting. It doesn't make any sense. No, I don't think we do things just because people prefer it. It, it. It's it's like you think there's something else going on. Yeah, I think it's too, it's too expensive for them to now go figure out. Like a like somebody came up with a technology that people were like, oh wow, yeah, when you watch a baseball game, it is going to look you know yeah, like like right. like you're there good and, for that. and on the field, right? Or you play a video game or something. And then someone was like, oh, but it's ruining everything else. And they're like, yeah, but we already did it. It's going to be really expensive and time consuming to figure out how to make other stuff look good. Can't we just ruin everything so people can watch the <laughs> football game? You know, like, but they make a new, they make a, a brand new TV every, you know, six weeks. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they, but they, they don't break through with technology every six weeks. So like... <laughs> So I mean, they're it, making the TV smaller and thinner. I don't know. It's so bad. It's just so it's bad. Really frustrating. Yeah. Just go into your settings and turn off Auto Motion Plus. I've got a TV in my house uh, where I have been through all the it's a TV that I got like a year ago. Yes. And yes. It's like, you turned everything off, and there's still like a hint of it. I there. have that too. It's still there. I turned every. <laughs> fucking setting off on that television that there is to turn off and i've used it too much now to like i can't there's no i can't there's no back. going back there's no going back you'll have to go into the one of the six or seven other rooms in your house that has a tv <laughs> well that's the problem right yeah, because it's i'm like, like yeah i can't fucking, which which room am i gonna go into where am i gonna where yeah mm -hmm. which 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 room am I, has the best tv with the with the mm -hmm. least that's what i'm gonna spend but you know we're going time. the wrong direction where if you're on airplane and you're watching on the screen on the back of the seat that screen, it looks better than your TV at home. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, uh, we've fucked up. We've, we've, uh, they've we gone didn't too fuck far. up. They fucked up. They fucked it up. They've gone too far. They've gone too far. They've ruined television. By the way, so... I finally saw Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Oh. Okay. Here we go. I loved it. Of course you know why? You did. Because you have of a pulse. You did. Yeah. It's <laughs> fan. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. I loved it. Yes. The that's whole, awesome. I think the whole movie, I was like, <laughs> just yes. like from start to finish, yeah. like the second it starts and they and they put that Top Gun song in, yeah. they're like, "Dong!" Gives you everything you need. <laughs> now imagine uh, a year from now, uh, you're getting to watch that at home for the first time, and you're like, "Huh? Why they why they make it look like it's all just like fake CGI and bad?" Well, they did it. They didn't. Your TV didn't. is ruining it. Sony did. Sony did. Panasonic did. So does that mean you guys want me to stop publishing the podcast with Auto Motion Plus on it? God thought, damn yeah. it. God damn it. We might have. We might have beaten Joe Rogan if I hadn't done that. I think every well, I don't think laptops have it, right? So if someone is watching this on their laptop or on yeah, their phone, yeah, laptops still okay mm -hmm. for now. For now, that's what everybody's Somebody's going to do it. Anyway. I bet you there's some fucking PC company that's already done it. We're like we got the ruining now. We have the ruining technology. We just installed it. <laughs> we got it. it. We got it. We figured it we out. We can ruin movies on all your devices. <laughs> we figured out how to ruin movie experience on all your devices. Yeah. Yeah. God bless, huh?